All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut us off. I'm I'm gonna stop before we've begun. I know where your heart is at, and I know where my heart is at. We sometimes we try to do little themed intros for you know, the games that we've chosen for the type of game we've chosen. Which I hope you don't mind. I'm playing right now. You're you're I'm, playing your game. I'm playing the game that I brought while we're recording. Yeah, I thought I I think I think it'd be good at keeping me in the keeping me in the spirit of things. You, it's a game that never ends, so I have to always be playing it in order to uh it's our our theme is endless, so I have to always be playing my game in order to yeah. You guys can't see this. Bobby like Bobby has like a okay. Bobby has one got, of those flip phones. Got, not, yeah. Like it it folds open into a big square. Yeah, I got one of them fancy fold phones. He's got a fancy fold phone and it just looks like a, a Game Boy layout and he's just playing his own fucking game. Yeah. We're in the middle of recording. <laughs> I made you lunch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. <laughs> I'm in. The, I'm on level six. What were you saying? I, <laughs> uh, I know where your heart is at, and I know where my heart is at. Mm-hmm. We can't. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm cutting us off before the pass. Before we've even left for the pass, we're not doing an endless intro. We're not doing a themed. That's not happening. Now, what kind of intro do you want? Fuck. Um, what kind of intro? Give me. <laughs> uh, can I get a suggestion from the audience? Uh, somewhere you would go to work. I heard laundromat. Fucking what? Sex. Fucking. <laughs> mm, yes, I heard. Have sex. I heard McDonald's. You should have sex. That is. Kiss and have sex. I used to frequent uh, improv shows, and um, I would always go with my buddy Jared. And he, um, it was really, really funny to me at the time. I don't know why, but without, he was the worst audience member and without fail every single time they would ask for a suggestion, which it's an improv show is a lot. Um, without fail, he would just shout from the very back, uh, Guantanamo Bay, um, (laughs) which I, I don't know why, but it was funny Every time. That sounds really fucking good. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> Where's a? Uh, can we get a place that uh, you might run into a coworker? Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. Bay. <laughs> can we, can I get a person you would hate to see at a party? Guantanamo Bay. Can we get somewhere romantic for a first date? <laughs> <laughs> and he just he has this really good yell. He's just got a good shrill yell and i love when he yells and i love hearing him shout guantanamo bay it's really good uh i miss him dearly one of those guantanamo guantanamo bay mickey mouse t-shirts uh i (laughs) i was trapped in guantanamo bay for seven years and all i got was this shitty t-shirt please (laughs) fuck man you know the imperial war machine of the united states of america um doesn't seem to have an end. Just like these video games we're going to talk about. Are you ready to talk about some video games, Bobby? Yeah, let's go. Hey, welcome back to GameSpot. Yeah. yeah, that's what I call an intro. Yeah, let's fucking go, baby. Probably oh, wow. not, right? 
Connor J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And this is Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games where we share with you the hidden gems and secret treasures found deep within the Itch.io game site. We're talking about uh, endless games this week, games that don't end, um, games that just, they keep, they take a licking and keep on ticking. Kicking. Kick, they, they take, they, they take a dickin' and keep on licking. Mm-hmm. That's right, folks. You're going to be dead and gone and these games are still going to be thrashing around. The gifts that keep on giving. And boy, howdy, did we find some gifts that fucking give. Mm-hmm. It's given right now. Give it. Yes, Bobby, you're playing it in front of me right now. Bobby is did, on his phone playing it? playing his game. Get it? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's give it. Yeah, right now, right now. Um, I really hope you have to go first. I think you do. God damn it! All right, yeah, fine. Then you play your fucking game. <laughs> Let me put it's my okay, coffee down. It's okay. I'm listening. Uh huh. I'm, I'm sure. Bobby, when I when we uh, when we landed on endless games, what uh, what popped into your mind first? I had a couple things. Pop into my mind. Maybe I mean, like, good, uh, I mean, like, uh, a what good kind of game, a good roguelike, maybe, maybe some kind of arcade style, like asteroids type thing, some something that, uh, like, a conceptually simple game with a high skill ceiling, and funnily enough, that's what I got. So, that's perfect. I um, those are the two types of games that popped into my mind as well, and I've I've never been much of an arcade guy. I uh. Like I, I'm not very Got good enough at quarters. Yeah, I, well, I just I've even when I go to because uh, there's like barcades where you like pay ten bucks to get in and and like all the games are free. Yeah, but uh, I've never been that but good. The big at, kids kick you off. Yeah, yeah, they, all the cool kids kick me off. I've never been that good at games, and so chasing a high score has never really given me that uh, that good good feeling. Um, so I figured I would look for a roguelike. Uh. Which there are just so like it's that's ro- roguelike is kind of the bell of the ball right now in regards to uh, game design. Everyone's doing them. Everyone's doing them. Uh, so there's a lot to pick from, um, and I did find a few. Uh, and there's even some in my back pocket now that I'm going to use for other topics. But the game that really stuck with me was none of those. The game that stuck with me is an arcade type game. Heck yeah, dude. And Bobby, this game grabbed a hold of me. I, it's it's the only game I've been playing for like a minute. I'm talking, of course, about a game called Wibble Wobble. All right, Wibble Wobble is a game by Daniel Linson. Um, who uh, just just a little side note, Daniel Daniel Linson has made multiple games that have been backups for me in. Many episodes. In many episodes, I've brought a game and been like, "Well, if Bobby also chose this game, because um, we we don't we don't communicate super well about the games we're gonna bring." Because we, we like, usually we, find out the day of. Yeah, we like the surprise. We like doing the pitch. Um, but I I normally have some backups, uh, and Daniel Linson has made games that I've had as backups in like four different episodes. Uh, I'm talking about games like Holy Hell, Cognizance, Reap. Rogue Light, and uh, uh, many others. Um, just he, he's just got this really good, really well textured and really well shaded uh, pixel art. Hell yeah! 
Which, Love that style. It's it, he's got a great style. Uh, unfortunately, that uh that shading is not on display in this game, Wibble Wobble, because Wibble Wobble, Wibble Wobble is a two bit endless side scroller meets the floor is lava, but the floor is also a tide of jelly. In Wibble Wobble, you okay, r- okay. I'm sorry. I, I looked up Wibble Wobble game. The first thing that came up was Yokai Watch Wibble Wobble. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Um. In Wibble Wobble, you run and jump through an ever-ebbing and flowing wobbly wave-like ground, avoiding obstacles and the sea level that the ground can't seem to stay consistently above. So imagine uh, a side-scroller. The it, Like every platform is resting on a layer of jelly, basically. The, there's no platforms. I wouldn't call it a platformer. Okay. It is just the ground. But the ground... Is like a, a a piece of spaghetti in one piece of spaghetti in a boiling pot of water. Okay. It is wiggling and writhing and waggling and wibbling and wobbling, um, and there is a, a constant uh, sea level, a, a not constant, consistent sea level that you can see, um, communicated against the terrain. And the terrain is constantly moving and wibbling and wobbling. And if it dips below, then it is filled up with that, this, this hazard, this sea, lava, what have you, hazard. Okay, um, so you gotta stay on the, you gotta stay, stay on the wobbly ground and keep from dipping. Yes, you gotta stay you gotta on the wobbly the, ground. You gotta ride the waves and keep from dipping below the yeah. spooky zone. And Bobby, it's such a simple little game, and it is. Grabbed me like no arcade game ever has. It feels like the perfect arcade game. Um, it reminds me a lot of Downwell. Do you remember Downwell? Yeah, I remember yeah. Downwell. St- both stylistically and um, design-wise, um, the, those are both uh, two-bit games about uh, traversing uh, a continually uh, growing and hazardous uh, terrain. I... I need to just read from my notes because I have it put down a a lot better. The goal of the game is the classic arcade pursuit, the high score. The game is connected to uh, Game Jolt, uh, giving it a worldwide leaderboard. If you connect your Game Jolt account, uh, you can put your time or your your score onto the uh, high score board. Game or shit, heck yeah. Yeah. Um, as you start the game, your score automatically ticks up, counting upwards continually as long as you are alive. There are stars littered across the landscape at varying altitudes and varying levels of tandem movement with the ground. So some of them kind of stay pretty still on the ground, wibbles and wobbles around it. Some of them wibble and wobble with the movement of the ground. Okay, so you got some dynamic some, yeah. some dynamic stars. For every star you collect, your score rises just a little bit faster. There isn't like a there isn't a flat bonus for for any of these. It's not like a hundred points. No, it is. The more stars you get, the faster your score rises. Yeah. All right. Um, the stars also elevate the player into a double jump every time they are collected. Okay, like involuntarily. Yes, it's when you when you get it. You 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 do a double jump. It is yeah. You get a you get a boost. It's like a position reset, basically. Kind of, Where? yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you yeah you get you you are boosted. It's 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 a boost. It's a little boost. Yeah, they give you a little boost. Survive as long as possible while collecting as many stars as possible to gain the highest score possible. And I love how simple all of it sounds, but how like extremely well it works in tandem. It doesn't feel like the stars are tacked on as an additional thing. It feels like they need to be there. Um, they encourage you to keep moving around the space. Uh, another encouragement to keep you moving around the space is that so the sea is the main hazard. The wibbling and wobbling of the land is is the main selling point. There are also small spikes littered around the floor uh, that also move with the land, and oh. the spikes are the same texture. All hazards are the exact same color and texture, and so when the when if the spikes on the ground dip below into the 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 ocean hazard you can't see that there are spikes there so you can be planning to jump where you think the uh the ground is going to lift itself out of the ocean uh only to fall on a bed of spikes um, it's a thinky game yeah and there's also a slow moving specter uh with a pulsating aura of hazard that follows you around it's it's not faster than you you can outrun it very easily but it does keep the pressure on. Um, temple Run Monkeys. It's the Temple Run Monkeys. Uh, it keeps you from staying in one place for too long, trying to get one star for too long, uh, spending too much time considering uh, how you're going to traverse a number of spikes. And it just, it's a really good feeling playing this game. It gets you, it does the Hotline Miami thing of just very quickly... Uh, when you die, just jumps you right back in as soon as you press the button. Um, it is a game. You it's it's it is a game of Pringles. You just you just keep popping one in your mouth. You just keep munching, like you you just can't stop. Hell yeah! You just jump right back in whenever. Yeah, and it's it's just so much fun. Like it's really good. Um, it's also reminiscent of Death Ball. Um, it's a modern arcade game that me and my roommate played a lot back in Austin. There's only like six cabinets uh, in the U.S., I think. There's a few the in fun? Canada. Yeah, there was one in Austin for a while. I think it got moved to Dallas. But uh, a similarly like modern uh, pixel art two-bit arcade game about like it's essentially wizard soccer. Um, very reminiscent of that. It's It's a fantastic little arcade game the music and landscape work together to create this like lulling dreamy atmosphere the angles of the forming hills and valleys affect your jump trajectory and the momentum of the landscape moving affect your oh. jump momentum so like you can use the ground to like throw you into a higher jump kind of take it uh yeah a little a little bit just a wee bit not too much but enough um and there there's so many times where like i was on the side like i was on the top of a hill, it shifted into the side of a hill when I jumped, and that jump sent me rocketing towards a pile of spikes. It's it's a lot of really simple but really well thought out um, ways to keep you uh, making these uh, like knee jerk reactions, these uh, muscle memory reactions. And there's also a, there's a four player. Multiplayer version. Oh shit! Yeah, it's um, 
it's really cool. Uh, it's scra- this game scratches the same itch as uh, like classic arcade games like Pac-Man, Centipede, and Bosconian, games that have a very good hook and just keep pushing that hook till you break and come back for more. Um, it's really good. This is kind of an old game. This game came out in 2015. Ooh. Yeah, this is... Uh, now, I know what you're thinking, Bobby. I know exactly what you're thinking. 2015. That means uh, this is like eight years old. Uh, a lot of people probably played this game. Uh, the high scores are probably um, pretty intense. Um, Bobby, could I have you look up the... Uh, could I? Could you look up in your phone... Uh, Wibble Wobble Game Jolt High Score for this game that's been up for eight years. Uh, it's got a it's got a high score board uh, that shows the top fifty players. Um, Bobby, do you want to read me uh, the name of uh, who's uh, number twenty on that board? Oh, that's one, uh, Mister Hunter J. Allen. Yeah, that's right, baby. I uh, yeah, I uh, I love this game and I liked it so much. I was like, hey, I should get on the top fifty. Because uh, this seems like a cool club to be in. And uh, then I really got into it. Heck yeah, dude. And um, I got number 20 on the Worldwide Leaderboards. Bet you're on your way to number one, too. No. <laughs> um, how, how big is the gap? My high score is 57,000 points and some change. The highest high score... Is ninety nine million nine hundred and ninety two thousand nine hundred and seventy eight points. Yeah, that'll take you a sec. Yeah, <laughs> it'll take me a minute. Um, and yeah, I uh, I tried really hard to write down just about everything I could possibly say about this game because I other like I don't have any more to say about it. Uh, because this game is so incredibly simple and so like tactile it's a it's it's i don't know not to sound like a like a video game dipshit but like it's something you kind of got to play to to really get you got to get your fingers in this one yeah like it's it's just like it it gives you the sport feeling it gives you the feeling of sport yeah i i think this is the this episode is really going to illustrate our weaknesses as games commenters i don't know i i feel hesitant to call us critics we're not critics no because we're not i wouldn't call us critics because i wouldn't call us critical this isn't a show that we made to be critical this is a show we made to champion yeah i would say commentator commenter uh uh, video game color comment yeah the 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 struggle for us with that is i feel like we're we're both a lot more attuned to the artistic thematic side of things Game mechanics are kind of hard for us to talk about. <laughs> I'd say so. I, um, yeah. I think I did a pretty good job explaining on, like, uh, our vampire episode when I talked about, uh, high stakes. Heck yeah. Um, no, that was good. Yeah. That was, that, I, I really like that episode. That's one of my favorite episodes. But no, I think you're right. This, um, that is everything I have to say about Wibble Wobble, an eight year old game that feels as though, the inner workings and mechanics of this game, I feel as though I should have seen more of this game's DNA in other places, and I haven't. Which is bananas, given how addictive and fun and itch-scratching this game is. 
Like this feel this feels like a good like itchy boys mascot game cuz it scratches that itch. It's an itchy little game it's for an sure. It's an itchy little game. And it's really good. Um but yeah, that's uh, that's what wobble. This is a football ass game. This is a foot. Go Fuba. Go Fuba. Uh, that's a uh, Wibble Wobble by Daniel Linson. Uh, came out in 2015, the year I graduated high school. Um, it's pay what you want. Uh, there's a multiplayer version that's also pay what you want. They're two different games, uh, but they're the same. They're two different pages, but they're the same game. Um, yeah. Uh, go check it. Go check it out. And you know, while you're in the neighborhood, check out. Um, I'm sure uh, Daniel would appreciate you checking out his uh, most recent game, uh, Rogue Light, uh, spelled L-I-G-H-T, um, about a, a dungeon crawling, uh, lantern hoisting uh, heroine. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, uh, go uh, go check it out. Da- Daniel loves making games where it feels like he started with the title and then fleshed that out. That is a very fun way to go about doing things. That's a game jam ass. <laughs> it is a game jam ass philosophy. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking. This I'm guy getting has to have done a game by its cover game, right? Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he made one of the covers. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm getting like kind of Tetris effect from this game. I'm just thinking about playing the game and thinking about the game. Speaking of which, speak of the devil, Bobby, tell me about your game. So it's funny you mentioned Tetris because I pretty much just brought Tetris. <laughs> I do love Tetris. I'm mostly kidding about that, but also not at all because I'm bringing Pullfrog by Amano Games. Can I get that name one? Uh, what's the first word of that name? Pullfrog. P O L E? P U L L. Oh, Pullfrog. Pullfrog. Okay. Pullfrog. Oh, like a bullfrog. Okay. All right. Yeah. We brought some cute titles. We did. These are adorable ass titles. Uh, that is by Amano Games. It's $2 on itch.io. And this game is Tetris. Um. It dares to ask the question, what if Tetris, but you were a little guy who runs around? Bobby, I want you to tell me everything you know about this game, and then I have what might be a shocking revelation to you. Oh goodness! Uh, please, please keep, please keep going, Bobby. I just, I, I just discovered something about Pullfrog. Is there something evil about? No, this there's game? not something evil. There's something hysterical. Okay, cool. Uh, please keep going. So, you, the, it is a two D platformer where you play as a little baby frog. Um, and you're set down in a little Tetris grid where you you have like this this enclosed space where blocks keep falling down from from the ceiling. <laughs> God, that face is that face is driving me crazy. I have to know what this is, Bobby. Can I tell you what I'm doing right now? What's that? I'm playing Pull Frog. On CoolMathGames.com. Oh my God, man, <laughs> that rules! I'm playing this game on Cool Math. That is incredible! Oh my God, <laughs> that is the fucking best thing I've heard today. I do want to say uh, I just died. Um, and when you die in this version, uh, 
a little frog angel gives you a little gamer tip. Mm-hmm. Um, and this gamer tip is a uh, uh, don't don't get crushed uh, just to read these. Something strange could happen. Love frog one. Yeah. So that's that's the thing about this game. So let, let, let me take it from the top here. God, putting a laptop in front of me during these recording sessions has changed everything. It really is incredible. All right. I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. Give me pull frog. So pull frog. It's a Tetris like you're you're in a, a a small little enclosed grid where you have these blocks falling from the ceiling and you know you've they've got like the basic Tetris shapes you've got the these uh, three block long uh, straight lines you've got these uh, L shapes you've got the squares wait so are they tetraminos or triminos they're they're triminos the the is that the, the, size is that the word is that is it tri I don't think it's tri. I don't I, I I don't know but they they anyway. they are uh smaller they're they're like single block uh things that fall from the sky and then you've got these three block long uh like vertical blocks and then is this is this is the main thing you cannot manipulate the blocks as they're falling down so you have uh horizontal blocks as well that are just the, the lines and the reason you can't manipulate these things as they're falling is because you're playing as a little frog who runs around the, this arena, and you have a tongue that you can launch out um, to latch onto these blocks as they're falling to either stop them in midair or pull them in a given direction. Guys, they're really cute. The, the frog's really cute. The frog is precious. I and love the, him. And the music is really cute and nice. I love him. And it's just, it's a, it's a really cute little game. So that, that's that's the long and short of it. It's Tetris, but you you pull shit around with your tongue. Bye-bye. Um, just kidding, because this game, like I said, has a really fucking high skill ceiling. Like, I want you to do me a favor, Hunter. I want you to go look at the game store page on itch.io and just look at the GIF, like the gameplay GIF on on the game store page. This shit is fucking insane because it's it's in essence a two D platformer puzzle puzzle game because all all of these blocks are obstacles slash. Uh, platforms that you can jump around on top of and be crushed by and the game ends when you're crushed by one of these blocks as you were saying i don't know if you uh, uh i don't know if you uh know this bobby but um many of you might have this game this game was included in the this was in the ukraine bundle in the ukraine bundle the indie bundle for palestinian aid mm-hmm. and the uh indie bundle for abortion funds mm-hmm. of which i have i think all three actually i also have all three yeah no, that that was actually how I found this game because I was looking at shit I I had because money's real tight. Yeah, the this game. So a couple other twists that we, we need to talk about, um, in in order to understand this game. One of the, one of the big things that was like a real game changer for me once I really started utilizing it is can break down blocks with your tongue after they've landed without you know creating creating the the tetris line which is how you know you you'd clear a line in normal tetris and that's still how you score points here but that that's not the that's not your only option here and it's important because as 
a little guy, as a physical little guy who's physically running around this Tetris board, you're kind of restricted in a lot of ways in what you what you can do to affect these blocks. It's really hard to manipulate these blocks as they're falling because you you have to be able to build up this momentum in order to uh, adjust your position in midair because if if you latch your tongue onto a block and just sit there, it's not going to do anything. You have to be able to pull it in a direction. And you need a lot of space in order to be able to do that in midair, at least from my experience. I imagine you, you can do it in a pretty tight position if you're more skilled than I am. But long and short of it, they're very hard to manipulate, but you can break down blocks in order to move around the space and kind of reposition uh, existing blocks because br break, breaking down a given block will will cause other blocks to fall around it and kind of reposition the whole board based off of that. And so this is a this is a game I also kind of struggle to talk about because that's <laughs> I mean yeah, it's what I mean it I don't mean to tell you about your game. And I'm not gonna. But is there like some secret like Dan Mullins shit happening in this game? There are suggestions of it. So this is something where I, I kind of have to give a caveat. I don't think this is technically an endless game. Okay. Because whenever you clear three lines, you get an upgrade. You can either uh, upgrade your jump height, your tongue length, or you can get an eye. And... On the side of the screen, there are slots for five eyes that you can fit into the into this configuration. I've never made it far enough into this game to know what that does. Hmm. But there are suggestions of something else going on. One of the things on the store page uh, that's just just a sentence, but a little teaser of something something hidden within this game is, can you collect all five eyes and solve the mystery? Which is an adorable, mm. which is an adorable little line. Uh, it makes me think about like a, a fucking '90s video game ad or something. Um, and the like, like you were alluding to earlier, there are these messages that come up when you die, um, saying stuff like something strange might happen. And some of them are just dumb. Like there's a press F to pay respects. <laughs> um, That's stupid. And. A, a couple other really silly ones, and it tracks the number of deaths that you've had. And also, there there's this one um, death death message that is just oh, an eye. Spooky. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but it's not like it's not like really spooky. Like, yeah, it's just you know, just just leaving some stuff out there. This feels less like a Dan Mullins game, and more like a video game that an episode of Gravity Falls would be themed around. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, like it, it has these gestures towards this secret spooky kind of background thing going on, but it's just such a cute, nice game that those gestures really don't do anything for me beyond, like, this this flavor, th th this nice little flavor to give it an extra bit of personality. 
And that may be something that I change my mind on once I get all five eyes, because who knows, maybe there's a Five Nights at Freddy's jump scare. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm going to see a dead body. You find out this is the uh, this is the actual real uh, sequel to Frog Fractions. Yeah. Which... Oh, man, there's a frog. There are. Yeah. It could be. It could be. Honestly, I, I kind of got Frog Fractions vibes from it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to... I mean, it's it's a frog game implying secrets in a very basic um, uh, frog-like mechanic of moving things with your tongue. It's hard not to compare the two. But this looks cute. And, you know, I'm always happy to rep. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I'm always happy to rep uh, Cool Math Games. Hell yeah, man. Cool Math Games are like... The unsung heroes. They're They're almost... You know, they, they might, in in some ways, as far as, like, mainstream indie gaming goes, they might be more influential than Itch.io at this point, just because of how many people have memories of Cool Math, of the brand Cool That's Math That's big games. talk. It is, but I feel like I'm willing to stand I mean, by that. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I, here's the thing, I don't think you're wrong. I think going off of, uh, like, cultural significance and... Doing what we do, uh, introducing people to games they may have never, ever tried. Like little games, tiny little bite-sized games. That was their thing, tiny bite-sized games. Um, I feel like this is sort of like that, um, uh, I do not believe that anyone can cook, but I do believe that cooks can be found in the rarest, uh, whatever he says. Um, I don't know if I would say that, what, what did you say, uh, cool math is... More, I, I, the line is, I believe anyone can cook. Okay. No, it's what I meet, what what he said. I, what, I don't think anyone can cook, but that rat can fucking cook. Yeah, what, what Gusteau said is, I believe that anyone can cook. And what I mean by that is great cooks can be found anywhere. That's it. Um, I feel as though we chose Itch.io for its wealth and dearth of... Uh, of products and uh, uh, it's it's community vibe, but to be quite honest, I think Cool Math Games is is kind of who we are. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fair. We're Cool Math Games <laughs> kinds of people. I was raised on Cool Math Games. Practically, I was. I was, I, I was definitely. No, no. I think I spent more time at Cool Math. I don't know. Addicting games, mini clips, Nitrome. Yeah, I definitely fucked around with addicting games, but yeah. I think congregate. I think I, I spent more time with Cool Math purely because it was the website that I was allowed to access in school. Yeah, it it got past the the nanny cam. It got past the filters. Yeah, which I I'm gonna say this right now. I would watch like a full documentary on Cool Math games. You know, there's an app now. There's a Cool Math app. Yeah. It has like a cycling. It has like a cycling um, roster of games that you don't have to download that you can just play on your phone. I would love to see a documentary because I have a small pet theory that Cool Math Games started out as a like, yeah, we'll make games that help teach kids, uh, uh, you know, mathematics and uh, critical thinking tools. And there was one guy there who just kept trying to push the envelope into like a full addicting games style website there was like one mole who is just like yeah let's 
Let's also add Papa's Pizzeria. Let's also add Bloons Tower Defense. Yeah, that's a... Uh, they Education. learn resource management, which will be effective in the workplace. <laughs> I feel like, you know, Cool Math Games has an official Twitter. I feel like we They can, have a banging Twitter. They have a banging fucking Twitter. They got some <laughs> kick ass memes on there. I feel like we could make I feel like we could do an itchy voice special on them. Oh my god. Try Yo. try to try to get someone from Cool Math Games to guest star on one of these. Bobby, I need you to shut up right now. That's all I'm going to be thinking about. This is the best idea you've ever had. This is such a good idea. What the fuck? I think we could do it too. I think that's with it. I think that's within, that's the within realm our of power. <laughs> Can we get somebody from Cool Math? Someone, if if you are someone who has like done work for Cool Math, or you know someone who's done work for Cool Math, give us a give us a shout out. If you have an uncle who works at Cool Math, yeah, please just like, get it. Get us in touch, dog. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to set to have us to have this tangent. Um, anyway, pull from. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you brought up Cool Math because this is exactly the kind of game that would have been on Cool Math Games. Was something that definitely went through my mind playing this. This is something that I absolutely would have. I probably would have beaten this by now. I probably would have beaten this years ago, and it would have been a fond <laughs> memory if I had found this in the. Com- while while scrolling through cool math in the computer lab yeah i really don't know what else i can say aside from it's tetris but it's tetris it's tetris but cute that's all you need it's tetris but cute and in some ways way more forgiving and in some completely opposite ways extremely fucking brutal this is a game you'll die a lot playing, and I loved every second of it. It is also kind of a popcorn game where you just you just die, you press X, and you're back in the game. And I I think I really needed that, to be honest. I needed a game I could just vibe with for a little while. And it is also you were joking about I, I genuinely was playing this on my phone earlier when we started recording. Because I just can't stop thinking about this fucking game. This feels like a game that I would have played on like a Game Boy Advance in the back of a dark car on a long road trip. Oh man, like, oh man, it's those like twilight hours. It's like towards the end of the road trip. There's like rain coming down. Yeah. This is a game that I could cozy up with in that capacity. And... I love it for that. It's only two bucks. Uh, Pull Frog by Amano Amano Games. I'm sorry. I I I'm so sorry, Bob. I've fallen down a cool math rabbit hole. Um, that's that's gotta stop. I can't play cool math games while I'm recording. That my laptop's getting a little. Your laptop's a little rowdy. yelling at you. My laptop's getting a little rowdy. Um, I I'm playing a. I'm playing a, an anime boy uh, burger flipping game now. What? A, all right. Okay. Whether we get a representative from Cool Math or not, we're going to have a Cool Math episode. I'm putting it on the list right now. Hell yeah. I am absolutely fine with that. 100%. We got to. Yeah. We're do, it's going on the list. We're going to do a Cool Math episode. It's going on the wheel. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll throw your game. If, if, you're, if you're done talking about it. I, th- I felt like you were. Uh yeah, I mean, I I've pretty much said said all I can about it. Um, 
really wish I had more to say about the strategy behind this game because <laughs> that's the trouble. You got you got to be good at your game to talk about the good the good of it. There definitely is room for high level play. Like there there's this thing that I kind of briefly touched on where you can freeze blocks in midair with your tongue and also you can pull them i i didn't know this until i watched like some of the promo clips you can jump on top of a falling block and use your tongue on it to pull it up yo to keep it from falling some real some real breath of the wild shit yeah no this is and and like i said you can break blocks that have already come down to kind of reform the entire layout of your grid and just like that really does change, like, I cannot do justice to the fact that that changes the entire fucking game. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. That is, once again, Pullfrog, uh, $2 by Amano Games. It's included with three fucking gigantic and well worthwhile uh, itch.io bundles, so you may already have it. Uh, and if not, again, only two bucks. It's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go, Bobby. That Thank was a you. good. That was good. I like that. Very nice. Thank you. I have not played anything else but this game. I was I I don't have any other games to talk about. I only played Wibble Wobble. Wibble Wobble grabbed me by the nads and showed me where the door was. Mm-hmm. As it should. As it should. And I said yes, please. There was another very dumb game that I played. I really, I, I kind of wanted to bring almost as a bit, but I couldn't find enough to say about it. But it's, it's, it was too, it, it put a smile on my face, so I had to say something about it. Tell me about this game. What was it's this game? No, no crying at baseball. No crying at baseball. Yeah, I. It's a game you can play on your browser off of itch. Um, it's basically so the premise is your dad for the first time has showed up to one of your little league games and you want to make him proud but you're overwhelmed with emotions because your dad is here for the first time ever of course as as you do when your dad is here so it's basically just a, a little baseball game where you have to time and position and position your mouse clicks right in order to hit a ball as it's coming to you while you also have to um sort of manage this emotion meter that rises as you have the space bar held down and <laughs> decreases as you let whenever you have the space bar let go so you have to keep it in this like middle neutral zone to, to keep from crying <laughs> to keep from crying in front of your dad to at keep, baseball to keep from crying in front of your dad at baseball there's no crying in baseball i i was never able to hit more than a single ball in a given run uh just just because the emotion bar and the the way the baseball itself works was a lot for my brain to manage but i appreciated the bit and i it's it's worth checking out i look up there's no crying in baseball i just get the clip from a league of their own <laughs> i love that uh did you know bobby that there is um a version on steam called super no crying in baseball oh my god how much is it <laughs> um, it is 5.99 all right um it came out in July of 2020. Uh, this looks cute. It's very cute. <laughs> it's very cute. cute. It's very fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, aside from that, I'm really, I'm really just biding my time because next month 
I'm going to fucking disappear into some games. Yeah? what uh, What's coming out that you're excited for? So next month, we got Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, shit, that's next month. Fuck. That's next month. And the System Shock remake. Yeah, lest, lest it be forgotten, the System Shock remake. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like not nearly enough people are talking about that. I... I don't know, man. I it it looks so fucking. That demo was so fucking good, man. I've never played. I've. I love System Shock. I'm sorry. I love those games. I've never played System Shock. Um, I don't recommend playing the original. Yeah. Especially if you're not a fan of '90s first-person RPGs. Not particularly. It's not it's not an easy game flavor to pick up, but I think the System Shock remake does a very good job of it's it's kind of like a Resident Evil remake. Oh, uh, okay. Where it modernizes the format and the mode of interaction while keeping the bones pretty much exactly the same. Mm, we love the bones. We love those bones. We got to have them bones. Mhm. Those are big games, so I'm probably not going to be talking about them much. Yeah, big games. I um I don't man, I need to get a better game release radar. I have uh Shadows Over Loathing coming to Nintendo Hell Switch. Oh yeah, new loathing game. Yeah, baby, new loathing game. I had it on my Steam list, but I'm probably just gonna get it on Switch because I fucking man i gotta play dredge too oh i gotta play dredge too that game looks exactly up our alley right man i just i got so much going on yeah i can barely play the games that i that i have to play for this yeah, <laughs> yeah i i do really want to play dredge it's it seems like really my shit the fishing looks fun it looks like just horror moon glow bay a little bit yeah yeah, and that 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 makes my heart sing. Um, but that's that's about it for me. Yeah, me too. I think that covers. We're we're done. Itched out. We itched all over the place. Listen, I'm bleeding in a couple spots now because of how <laughs> how hard I scratch these itches. Yeah, it's... I'm I'm raw. <laughs> Ew. I'm raw and throbbing. Uh, I don't like that at all. Well then, if that's if that's all we have from you, and that's all we have from me, isn't there someone you forgot to ask? The big itchy wheel. Well, that's right. Just about uh, every episode we do uh, at the very end, we spin a giant wheel uh, covered in gaming subjects, topics, and genres, and whatever it lands on, that's what we're bringing next week. Yeah, let's spin that wheel, boy. Wheel is spun. Spinning the wheel. We like to spin wheels. Oh boy. It's got a catchy song. What's up? I was really excited because it almost landed on sports. And I, I have a lot of really fun sports games. I could fuck with a good sports game. What did it land on? It landed on a it landed on a corner. It it just went right over at the very end, almost comically. Um, and, uh, confetti popped up on my screen and now I just have plastered across my screen, bad vibes. <laughs> so I guess we're looking for games with just some real, with some st- nasty rancid vibes, some st- 
stinky, nasty, rancid vibes. Stinky ass games. Oh, these games are gonna fucking reek. Ooh, I can smell them already. Wait, no, that's just me. What is this even? Why did I put this here? What does it even mean? Why did you put that there? What are we gonna do to ourselves for this one? Yeah, like what are we looking for? I don't know, man. I do know one thing for certain, though. I'm very grateful to Twinkle Park for letting us use their song Busy Busy for our theme music. Uh, They're rad. I like her. She's cool. She makes cool videos online on the yeah. internet where I can see them with all of my friends. Heck yeah. We try to put on an episode every other Thursday, so um, if you're listening, you probably found where to find it. So I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I say it every episode. All podcast people do this. What are All you podcast about? people do this. We don't know why. I don't know if they know why. But you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of your other podcatchers. If you like, just give us a share. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, if there's a game that you'd like us to play or something that uh, you think uh, we should check out, uh, reach me at Hunter J. Allen on Twitter. Um I'm not going to tell you where you can find me. Yeah, Bobby's a mystery. Bobby's a you gotta you gotta go out to the to the Russian steppes to find Bobby. If you if if you can find me, feel free to talk to me. But I'm not going to make it easy for you. Go out into the desert. And, yeah. And <laughs> go out into the desert. And one, I don't remember the quote. Once once you're once you're really tired of the desert. Walk, walk walk until you see the shadow of death looming over you and collapse onto the ground. And in those moments, I will come to you. I don't know. Matthew 24. Yeah. That's me. That's you know you, that baby. God, dude? That's me. Yeah, dude. Whoa, that's blasphemous, man. Yeah, it is. That is the that is the only other game I was excited for. Oh, was Blasphemous 2. Oh, yeah. I never played Blasphemous 1. Joe, I, I it's kind of fucking killer. It's a... Uh, it's um it's one of the rare Metroidvanias that's more vania than Metroid. Oh fuck yeah. Because most I feel like most Metroidvanias are pretty Metroid heavy. Um, but this one's very Castlevania. Um, Dude, that sentence would mean nothing to a Victorian child. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Who would win? <laughs> a single itchy boys episode or a Victorian child? I feel like if I feel like if a Victor if a little Victorian boy listened to this, his brain would pop out through his eyeballs. <laughs> I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. Yeah, you fucking are. And, and we've, we've been, been two itchy, itchy boys. boys. Yes, that's wonderful, sir, but could you spare Nickel? <laughs> could you spare a cup of tea?